Welcome to C3 Church Cabra. You're about to hear a message from Andrew Flaxman. Get ready to be inspired, live your best life. thought we'd invite up uh, some great men uh, in our church. Aren't these great guys? And uh, they are Phil Cairns, Ra, Dave Thomas. Love Dave Thomas. What a great guy. Luke Boyd. And uh, of course, myself. Um, Great guy. Uh, That guy. I can't get enough of that guy. And uh, but uh, so we wanted to talk about uh, as Christian men, a few things. what we're trying to talk about is uh, we're at a real men's conference um, last week or the week before, and it was so powerful seeing uh, men talk about real things. Um, you know, we can actually talk about a lot of things a lot of time that uh, we walk into a church and we talk about things and then we walk out. It has nothing to do with what uh, we can't take anything away from it. And uh, so today we're talking about a few things. Um, and we're going to throw it around the panel to see the different thoughts and how they deal with it. Um, because uh, I think that they said that in at the, at the real men that uh, dads, especially or fathers, uh, constantly under attack, constantly under pressure, constantly getting uh, things thrown at them. And uh, what can happen is that uh, men, when they're feeling attacked, can either retreat into a cave and uh, go to other vices that maybe aren't great for men or they lash out and start being abusive or attack or whatever they need to do to somehow to cope, feel like they need to cope with the pressures that they deal with. So today, uh, as, as these guys are here, um, and sometimes guys don't always talk about, uh, aren't open sometimes always to talk about things, uh, so we thought we'd do that this morning. So I'm going to throw it open to the panel and they can answer these questions in any way that they can. Uh, and what we might do, if uh, any of you guys feel like just jumping in, uh, we'll do that. So, as a Christian man, uh, when under pressure, how do we deal with the real issues of stress or anger, anxiety? How do we deal with that, Ra? <laughs> I might just throw it out there, Ra. Um, I think as, um, as husbands, as fathers, as bosses, or as a leader, I think when situations come about that cause anxiety, all that kind of thing, I think the greatest thing that we can do as a man is just to remain calm. I think one of the greatest tragedies I see far too often today, my personal opinion, is grown men having tantrums. Grown men, like full-on grown men acting like little children when pressure comes about them. And... And, and it, I feel like, you know, anyway, um, I think it's really important that, that in those situations that we remain calm because the situation will pass and our children and our families and our wives and the people that we're leading are watching to see how we deal with these kind of situations and we're teaching them how to deal uh, with tough situations. And if we're throwing tantrums, if we're doing those kind of, I, th- I think the greatest thing you can do as a, as a leader, as a father, is just to remain calm throughout them because the situation will pass. But just remain calm throughout the whole process um, because people are watching and I think it's important that we show our kids how to walk through tough times well 
I think with stress, I mean, not even just being a man, just be, just being a person, um, a lot of stress can come from things that we can't actually control or have control over. Um, and one of those things for me, at least a few years ago, was other people's thoughts about me. Um, and just the whole reminder that we live from God's approval, not for the approval of others. And just reminding myself about that, that just de-stresses me already because I'm living for an audience of one. And that's what matters. And in particular with this stuff, because, you know, as a bloke, you do get stressed out sometimes and you can get anxious about a lot of different things as being like the provider or a whole range of different things as being the head of the household. And um, one of the things I found, and it's, it's so simple, but it's so profound and it's in Philippians 4. And instead of worrying and being anxious about everything, it's, it te- the scriptures are calling us to stop and, and pray about everything. So as soon as, and, you, and with training and with practice, I've found that once I feel those feelings start to creep up, now I'm starting to go to prayer before entertaining the worry and, 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 and exploring the anxiety. Instead of that, I, it's a, I have, I've, I'm still working on it, but it's making a choice to, to go, oh, hang on, that's a stress, or oh, hang on, that's anxiety, God, and, I, and, and go to God and, and pray about it. And I've found it really does, it mentions in that scripture of, uh, I think it's 4.6, Philippians 4.6, and it, oh, this part's uh, actually verse 7, I think, talks about how the peace of God just will flood your world when you choose to stop and pray whenever we feel anxiety. And it's something that's it's been an incredible journey that I've experienced only in the last few years, especially, you know, yeah, anyway, so yeah. <laughs> I recommend prayer. <laughs> Says Luke, who has two daughters, right? Yeah. Um, Phil, how do we how do we deal with the uh, the, the pressures of uh, anger and stress and anxiety? Um, for me, it's one thing you guys haven't touched. Just the one thing, um, and that is, we are designed to be in community. So don't don't ever try and handle this on your own. Um, find where your happy place is. For me, it's out in the bush, and if if you can get there with someone who's who's a good friend, um, it's not necessarily talking about it all. It can be if you're that way inclined. I'm not. But to be in a good place with someone, it's just so important. It, it, uh, it's a shared burden. Sometimes that can be your wife. Sometimes that's not such a good idea. Sometimes it's got to be you know, a, a surfing buddy or it's got to be something else. But take the time out and get past it. Don't push it down, but deal with it. So true. Um, what the next thought we had is um, how, as men, uh, there was a situation this week where there was someone that um, I looked up to. Uh, I'm 34. He was 36, and uh, he was a basically a professional surfer who surfed the, the whole world. And uh, every I thought, man, that'd be amazing. He's responsible for all these great companies. Travelled him to send the, throughout the world to surf. That's all he did. Uh, at 36, he took his own life last week. And uh, it's crazy to think that, uh, and it came out that he was actually dealing with depression for the last 10 years. He was dealing with depression. And uh, that this guy who seemingly looked like he had it all um, actually ended up taking his own life. 
And as men, uh, you, you would have looked at that guy and gone, wow, he's the envy of every man. He, he's what we aspire to, to travel and to, to look like he's, you know, always wearing boardies, you know. And, uh, and, and to do that, but then at 36, this guy took his own life and it came out that he, he struggled with depression. And how, as men, a lot of the times we don't like talking about things like this. Uh, we'd rather push it down and retreat into our caves and, uh, you know, get some drugs or whatever and, uh, and deal with it that way. But as Christian guys, how, and I think that there's a lot of guys out there that maybe deal, have, uh, deal these things. And how do we as Christian guys uh, deal with the thoughts of depression or dark thoughts how do, or fears? How do, we, how do we navigate that as Christian guys? Um, have you heard that acronym HALT? H-A-L-T. If you are hungry, angry, lonely or tired, it's time to be careful. So if, I'm, if, I, don't have, if I haven't had enough sleep or I'm getting angry or if I'm, you know, flurs away um, or I haven't had anything to eat for a long time, I know I'm in a danger zone. And I'm, so I will stay off the computer. I will not... You know, if, if alcohol's a problem, I wouldn't go anywhere near a drink cabinet. Um, and again, back in community, take take time to be with someone if you're susceptible, if you're in that state. So good. Halt. Halt. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for me, it's a, bit, it's a bit... I'm not much of a talker when it comes to having problems and that kind of stuff. But, but my, I guess what I do when dark thoughts or something is actually talk to my wife because I find that our wives are our greatest supporters encouragers you know they're our best friends and, and I find if there is something dark going on or there's something really troubling me um, generally when I talk to my wife because she, she knows me better than anybody else she can help me through it she encourages me through that kind of deal um, because to be honest I'm not going to open up to anybody else let's, let's face it so it's just as simple as just talking to your wife and I find because she is your greatest encouragement that she she's able to sort of either correct you if you're wrong or you're doing something stupid or whatever or, or just encourage you through it Simple. I'm with Ra I think um, yeah if I have something dark or a bit depressed I share with Trish um, but another thing that I would try to do is just surround myself with people that can speak encouraging words or even just simply worship um, you know, it says to, to praise him continually. doesn't matter how you're feeling or if you feel like it or, you know, if you want to. But that's what the word says to do and it uplifts you. It does something inside of you. So good. Um, for me, I think um, depression, uh, fear, these things, for me personally, I need to talk about it. I need, I can't. If I carry it, it just stays inside. I find when I speak it out, it's like I'm like getting it out of my chest or I'm getting it out of my mind when I talk. And um, it's, a, it's a big thing for guys to talk out there, their fears and, their, and especially if they're depressed. Um, but oh, I can't speak highly enough of actually speaking it out speaking out what's getting you down, speaking out what's making you afraid. Um, because I believe you're not supposed to keep it locked up. 
Um, and I think that when you do, and I've experienced it, when I don't do it, I carry it for longer than I need to. And when I actually speak it out, it, it, it begins the process of working through. And yeah, for whatever reason, sometimes, you know, maybe the people I would normally talk to or, or whatever aren't around, and I carry it longer than I need, it just, I mean, yeah, it's, it's no good. It's no good. We're not meant to carry that stuff. Another, like prayer again is, is huge, um, praying it out. And especially when it's depression or fear, I think when we talk to God, it really is like just cracking open your, your chest and letting it out of you, just, just praying, just naming your fear with God and speaking the, exactly what's causing this depression. And then I would, I would even go as far as to say, if you, are, if you do feel depressed and <clears throat> you can't figure out why, and, or even if you can, and it is too much, I would actually encourage everyone just to um, speak to a professional. Um, I think we don't make use of it enough sometimes, especially Christians. They might think that, oh, I'm a Christian. Me and God can work it out. And sometimes you and God can't work it out. (laughs) And you've got to actually go and see a professional. And when we do that, you'll be surprised at, at how beneficial it is. It's a, it's a great service that we have access to. A lot of countries don't have access to that kind of help. I, I, I'd suggest don't be afraid to put your hand up and, and ask for help. That's good, Lou. Sorry, um, based on what Luke just said, I actually did that. I went and saw a counsellor, a Christian counsellor, and it turned out to be vitamin D deficiency. I spend all my time inside, no vitamin D, you start getting sad. Wow, bit of sunshine. Um, it's all good stuff, guys. We, um, I like what Ra said at the start about men chucking tannies. And nothing, when I see a guy around chuck a tanny, uh, nothing cringes more than uh, men not being men. And uh, they said it, Phil Pringle said it down at the Real Men. He said, We have an epidemic of a lot of teenage boys walking around inside men's bodies how yeah how we've got guys that have grown into men but emotionally and mentally they're still uh, acting like teenagers so how do we as as men how how do we stay or get to the place of being emotionally mentally healthy as a man being a man not trying to be a young guy in a man's body but how do we get there phil (laughs) he wanted in stereo Um, manhood is endowed by other men it's not endowed by women it's not a man can bring you into manhood a woman can't so find a father what he said (laughs) (laughs) pardon me a bit sick Um, I had down in my notes just to stay connected whether that's with God or with other good Christian men around you. And again, I think it's, I'm a big fan of words. And, you know, it says in the Bible, words, you know, they can kill, they can um, destroy your life, or they can actually make your life. You can speak words of life. Um, and I think it's kind of relating back to the old, the last question as well. Um, when you're trying to be emotionally or, or mentally healthy, when you're faced with that fear or that challenge, don't let that speak to you, but you speak to it. 
Um, you know, you probably all heard that, that saying online somewhere or through your social media. Um, instead of, you know, telling God how big your problem is, tell your problem how big your God is. And, um, you know, I think that perspective for me helps me to, to be, I guess, more mentally and emotionally stable and healthy. Um, something, by no means would you call me um, emotionally mature. Um, That's true, we wouldn't. It's true. So I'm very much on the, the journey. I can't really speak <laughs> too much wisdom into this other than what I've discovered is that you don't just emotionally mature without putting any energy or intention into it. So it's not a thing of age. And I thought, oh yeah, I'm 34 now, I should be pretty mature now. <laughs> it turns out that you don't just mature with age. And it only happens when I become intentional and actually put energy into becoming mature, especially healthy emotionally. That, that doesn't just happen requires your energy and it requires a very specific uh, intention on developing those things. And so, um, yeah, uh, that's been one of the biggest revelations to me. I haven't just, you don't just get it. You got to work towards it. And I think what uh, Phil said was spot on, find a, a, a mentor, father figure to, to learn the ways of an emotional, uh, healthy and mature person. And um, yeah, that's, that's right. good. it's all good. Um, just with emotional health or staying emotionally healthy, I think guys can sometimes take themselves a bit too seriously. Right. Like just 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 relax a bit. So like true. don't take yourself so seriously. Like have fun. Learn to yeah. learn to have fun and learn to be a larrikin. You know, just don't take yourself too seriously. I think that really too many Christian men think the world's on their shoulders this kind of stuff, and, and it really weighs them down, especially young people coming up, teenagers coming up. Just don't take yourself too seriously. It's, after this, it? it's good. It's great, right? Now, we only have two minutes left. Um, so uh, we've only done the first three questions. I had 12. Uh, didn't think that was going to happen. Um, so I'm going to throw it open to the panel. Um, you've seen the questions that I sent through. Is there anything that you wanted to touch on before we... Because we've got... Um, oh, there's a great one. How to, hot tip, how to treat a woman. Uh, how to treat your kids. Do that one, yeah. That's right. why the women are here today. They want to know that one. Uh, yeah. Anything that... Uh, greatest quality of a man. How do you find time to connect with the Lord? For the last two minutes, uh, is there anything that you wanted to share? I'll take about that how to treat a woman one. Uh, give it a go. I think uh, how to treat a woman. This, this will, yeah, <laughs> I might be walking home. Someone write this, this down. <laughs> I think um, a hot tip for for women that I'm I'm slowly learning is that uh, we all know that woman's priori- first priority is is a uh, they need security um, in their lives. And I think a man, I think you know I've learned that I've got to commit to security, providing security for my wife, both uh, financially and emotionally. Like, you got to commit to it because it's an ongoing thing. Trust me. Uh, so I think the top tip for a woman is, is, is commit to security, providing security both financially and emotionally, and plan for adventure. I think 
I think women need security, they need comfort, but they also need excitement. So commit to security, plan for adventure. Happy days. What he said. What he said, yeah. Um, on that question, a big one for me is communication, big time. Uh, pray together, talk together, share fears together, share dreams together, walk together, sleep together. Face-to-face time, belly button to belly button time. It's important. Um, And just, yeah, be a gentleman. Hold a hand, open doors. I mean, this week we're in the car and we pretended we're on our first date we'd never met. Just have fun. I'm learning a lot this morning. (laughs) Write this down. I'm getting there, guys. I'm getting there. Um, One of the uh, questions... Andrew was um, related to how we should treat our kids. Um, And that one was, I thought, really important, especially on Father's Day. And um, I, when, it's one of those profound things when a father, or when a man becomes a father, um, especially uh, as a Christian, you get this whole new understanding of God, the Father. And I guess one of my... things that I want to do in in treating my kids, I want to sort of represent uh, and and try and be like God the Father to them. So love them unconditionally, you know, be their biggest encouragers, believe in them, do all the things that I feel that God does for me. So I I look at how God is to me and that's how I try and be uh, with my children. Yeah. Checking the footy tips. What are you? <laughs> Take this one again. Um, I wrote something a while ago, and I'll, this is the last paragraph. Possibly the biggest thing you can do for your wife is protect and nurture her heart. Be the man who comes to her rescue. Always side with her in public. Your kids will try and come between you, but don't let them. People will try and run her down and insult her. Vigorously defend her. People will try and use her up. Don't let them. If she loves you, your words will have great power over her life and how she sees herself. Always encourage her, always love her. She will complete you just as you complete her. Um, Along with that, because it's Father's Day and we're talking about kids, there's one thing that I would do with my kids every now and again. Um, Sometimes they're disrespectful for Fleur. And as fathers, we often say, don't speak like that to your mother. Sometimes I'd change that a bit and I'd say, don't speak like that to my wife bit of a turnaround. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon. Selfless faith to live like Christ for all our days, and we'll spread.